Welcome to our first episode of We Don't Book Celebrities. Oh, yeah. This is exciting, Dan. This is exciting. What episode of total episodes is this again? This will be 17 or 18. Okay. Yeah, that sounds correct. Well, it's not like one of those like monumental even number episodes. No, it's just kind of in the mid-teens. Because that would be bad maybe if we had no celebrity for like our 20th episode. Say. Right. Yeah. You don't want a big celebration and then it turned into just nobody shows up. We didn't do anything for it. Right. That would have been yeah a bad PR move. We would have had to do some stuff to make up for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think 17 to 18 is a perfect spot for this. To have a little bit of a break, maybe check in with each other, maybe just... Exactly. You know, See how things are going. Right. You know, you talk know. about life outside of celebrity culture. I think that's important. You know, and when some of these celebrities show up, we're just so stressed about the celebrity. And sometimes we don't get to check in with each other. Yeah, it's all about them. We don't want that. No, not always. We need to look out for us sometimes. Absolutely, we do. You know, like parents, when like if they decide if their marriage or children come first, this episode is the marriage. That's a good, interesting way to frame it. Does that work for you? <laughs> it does. Yeah. Yeah. Everything, you know, it's a, it's all about relationships. No matter what kind they are, it's just uh, you right. got to you got to work and build to maintain them. Right. Well, we'll uh, we'll take care of our children another time. Yeah. There We got a sitter tonight. Exactly. <laughs> and We're on our date night. <laughs> We're going to go who's and the, see who's the sitter in this situation. Kyle. I th- well, I would never give my children to no, Kyle of course for not. any moment of time. Yeah, even in a metaphor? <laughs> right, even a completely hypothetical metaphor. Okay. No, I we I, I just I couldn't do it. That's probably very sound thinking. I would say maybe Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise could be the, the chaperone. The yeah. Okay, all right, yeah. cool. I mean, I, we, I'm okay with that. He likes buying candy bars and uh, ice cream. Ice cream, and he likes. Uh, he's got a lot of like youthful energy. He can keep up with the kids. That's true. He's probably going to try to convert them to Scientology. <laughs> we and, know our children are of sound mind. They can uh, deflect it. They can talk themselves out of it. Yeah, and and really not succumb to Tom Cruise's horrible no personality or whatever. <laughs> he might try and make them drive a car dangerously fast. Uh-huh. He might have them dangle out of an airplane though. I don't want oh, that for that. my kid yeah. just yet. Yeah, well, hopefully he has the good sense to not put a child in that situation. Right, yeah. When he dangles from that mountain for John Woo in Mission Impossible 2, he's not bringing our kid out there also. I hope not. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> what should we do this episode? How should we fill time? Should we just uh, like talk about things in our life or i think so yeah. yeah i mean i was i was kind of concerned about this episode just a tad because i've been feeling boring lately oh i see i was afraid i didn't have stories to tell okay and that kind of got me worried but interested in talking about something along those lines because about feeling boring yeah but oh, i don't yeah. know if it is the case or not because you know in high school 
always had stories like every day there was something that I would run and call my friends and like all of us would call each other like, hey, did you hear this happened to one of our friends or this happened to Danny? Huh. Really? And so now you're, you're a big story guy. I loved telling all those stories, huh. just doing whatever and ridiculous things would happen. Well, do you think it's because you've just sort of like you've like settled into your life a little bit like as an adult, as an adult person, you don't have exciting, interesting things happening every day. You know, you right. go to work, you eat lunch and, you know, you look forward to something in the future. It's sad. And I'm not I'm not speaking specifically to you. That's right. like every adult. You no. Know? Yeah. I as life just gets more boring as you age. Yeah. And whether that is yeah a good or bad thing or if there's something that you can do to change that. Yeah. Because I feel like, you know, you and I and the thing that we are pursuing Definitely lends itself to more ridiculous it does. things. Well, which is a nice, which is probably part of the pursuit and reason we're doing it is to kind of give our lives a little bit more meaning. Yeah. Whereas, like most people, just you know, go to work, go home, and eat dinner, and you know, maybe put on some uh, Law and Order or something. Some law I don't and Order, know. <laughs> some bones. Yeah, some some, bo- some blue bloods. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Tom Selleck. Yeah. And I would say, and like, there's nothing the two- wrong with that. I guess. Right. Yeah. But I. I think I think the benefit of doing stand up is that like you can be a little bit more adventurous and but I yeah. don't know some people it takes a lot of drive it's it, it's definitely exhausting to yeah. to work a full time job and then have to worry about going out to mics or shows or whatever it, it feels like it consumes your life a little bit but um it's not like I don't want to be at those things like right. a lot of times it's hanging out with people I know and like and it's it's a combo social and artistic pursuit thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think there's a lot of times, like the two years after I graduated, mm-hmm. I just had a full-time job living in Missouri. Oh, yeah. And I just sat in a rolly chair. I gained 50 pounds. Did you really? I just didn't do shit. So, oh, wow. That's kind of that's kind of interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so I did you lose it since? Yeah. When I moved up here, just by... Walking everywhere, oh, really? and I didn't really know anybody, so I didn't drink near as much. Okay, um, and just you kind didn't, of like, on eat its better own. Or anything? I switched to turkey meat. Oh, okay, that's good. That's a good step. Uh, and that convinced me that I was eating better. Yeah. Um, but I didn't like purposefully try and lose weight. Okay. Um, it was just by a change of change of lifestyle. Yeah. Interesting. And so I, within those two years of like just. Living at home, having that job, going straight home after work, after uh-huh. sitting in a rolly chair, just eating food and falling asleep. <laughs> yeah. Doing that for two years, like, I no, I can't do this. Yeah, I get, I have a lot of, like, nervous energy. I feel like I'm, I feel guilty if I'm not out doing stuff. Yeah. I feel uh, just sad and lethargic, so, like, that, it's good to have, like, an open mic or something to go to. Right. Are you capable of being really, really lazy? I am lately. Actually, I don't I'm not working right now. I don't start my new job until the end of April. Yeah. And my I got laid off from my old job. So now I'm just kind of like in this in between phase. And I'm I'm so much lazier than I thought I could be. (laughs) Like I used to be up super early going to work. I would like work out. But today I slept in to like 10 and I wasn't even up that late last night. (laughs) Right. So it's just it it's snowballing a little bit right now. Yeah. But I'll snap out of it, I think. Do you just kind of dig it? Do you just lay around the house or what? Um, well, I try to like I try to like make lists of things I'd like to get accomplished. Yeah. Like I'm trying to build a website right now. That boy. Um, 
you know, I cleaned up. I may, I like cooked lunch for myself. I, <laughs> I mean, it's all, it's like all very lonely and sa- it's not as cool as you'd think it would be. Cause like yeah. everybody I know works, right? but it's nice in a way too. For sure. I try to be productive within my laziness. Um, yeah, probably about three or 4 PM of sick days. Yeah. I'm kind of done with that yeah, day by myself. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's nice to be able to have it a little bit, but I'm going to be ready to go to work again when the time arrives that's good well i hope you can find a job i haven't asked uh how it's been going on the search oh yeah it's it's good i found a job oh well. yeah and I, but i don't start it until the end of this month okay. so i have i'm kind of i'm like in a i have no reason to complain it's great yeah like I, I this is like the ideal situation i don't have to be anxious about anything right and I don't have to work either. So yeah, you kind of cool. found yourself some yeah. like a month of vacation mm-hmm. and just kind of a break in between this other job. So yeah. that seems to be that's dope. And it, <laughs> and it gives you time to work. Have you spent as much time working towards stand up and like I'm probably out a little bit more yeah. doing, doing mics and stuff um, because I have the extra energy and time. Right. But uh I could always do more. I still, I always feel like I could do more. Sure. Um, I need to like write more stuff. I, it's not enough to just be at a mic. I need to come up with more ideas. Yeah. And then that kind of goes along the lines of thinking if other people who don't have full-time jobs and they think they can pursue stand-up harder and get further than us with full-time jobs, yeah. do you think that would be true based on the time that you've had off? I always wonder that. I mean, it definitely gives you more time to think about like writing and and what you want to do, but you're also going to squander a lot of that time away. Yeah. You have more freedom isn't necessarily a good thing because right. it it allows you to sleep in longer. You could end up using that time just playing video games and doing nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no specific way to do it. I think I function better having a full-time job. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I I think I would just stew in my own shit. It would be bad. It, yeah. I could I would really appreciate it for like a week and then I would just not. Yeah. Yeah. Um another thing I want to bring up is the idea of anger. I I recently was uh actually this morning I was driving to work and uh I was going to pull into a street spot that I found after driving around for a while downtown. I found okay. a, found a spot. And I was turning around uh and this guy zips in and takes my spot. Right. And I immediately just start screaming cunt, just start yelling. <laughs> uh but within a second or two I just start laughing and then just start cussing in a funny way where I wasn't actually mad. Like I had an outburst, Hmm. but it doesn't actually turn into anger or like, I'm not actually pissed off at the guy. Like it's like, you've just a fucking asshole. But like, I wasn't legitimately mad that anger slips away so fast. So were you doing that because you were trying to like, you were laughing at yourself, I guess, for, yeah. for getting so worked up over a stupid parking spot. But I wasn't even purposefully like trying to calm myself down. Uh, it was the natural thing that my body did. Hmm. Yeah, I, I guess I could maybe I do stuff like that sometimes, too. Yeah. But it's definitely more a conscious thing for me. It's like, OK, relax. It's right. a it's a means to relax myself and not take it so seriously and help my blood pressure, I guess, in the long term. Yeah. How often do you uh, 
get legitimately pissed off at people or things around the apartment, even by yourself? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, more than I'd like to, but it's not really th- that bad, I guess. I do it when I'm like, I hate people who walk really slow mm-hmm. and I have to like walk around them and maneuver around them. That really pisses me off, but I can't say anything because I'm not protected by a car. Right. So I just kind of <laughs> have to like bite my tongue and deal with it. Right. Um, Can you think of the last time that you really got swept up and just pissed <laughs> offness? I'm not sure. Really? I'm not sure. I, I keep it relatively under control, which, well, which could be a good or a bad thing because it could just be stewing and eventually boil over, but it hasn't yet. Because I, I don't know, man. The car is a different thing because like you're in your own little bubble of rage and you can be as ridiculous as you want. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I remember like having a car and feeling that exact moment a lot of times, but it's I, I yell on my bike a lot. But I'm really also very scared of getting beat up. Yeah, that that definitely curbs a lot of anger. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the fear of getting your ass whooped. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would. I definitely agree with that car idea, which I haven't actually really thought about until now. But that does kind of help. Like you uh, wouldn't have yelled cunt if you were just like walking on the street and somebody like ran in front of you. And no, well, probably. maybe I don't know. Well, I have started to get more and more. Uh, mouthy to like people who honk at other drivers oh yeah um just walking down the street or crossing the street or wherever downtown Uh, and somebody honks at somebody else for no reason right like my arms have been going up higher and higher now yeah in the past month or two where it's like what the fuck is your problem taxi what are you so impatient about i know and so i've gotten bad at that where there'll be even times like fuck what is your problem of people just walking? So, sometimes it's involuntary. Like I don't, I don't want to do that, but it, it just comes out. Yeah. Yeah, I've had a lot more involuntary reactions to things yeah. lately. Uh, last week at a meeting at work, uh-huh. I said "fuck this." Oh really? Um, to a idea that one of my bosses had. Oh. Um, to everybody. Okay. And it just came out. Uh huh. And uh, to the people, like, we had real big, long tables, so the boss is at the other end. Um, But it's a pretty empty room. I don't think he heard. The two people right next to me gave me an immediate, like, wide-eyed, like, why'd you do that? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I have this issue with, like, my roommate a lot. mm -hmm. Uh, And it's it's strange uh, because I can be passive-aggressive even if I don't want to. Right. Like, I'm much cleaner than he is. Uh-huh. So I'm, like, fi- constantly finding myself in position where, like, I'm cleaning up after him. Right. Which is, like, <laughs> which sucks. But it's also, like, that's my problem because, like, I have a weird thing where things need to be clean. Like, yeah, that's sort of my issue. I would like it if he was cleaner. But, like, it's on me a little bit, too. You know? Sure. Um, and he was doing this thing where he kept leaving food in the sink. Like, he would do his dishes, but, like, he would leave the food in the s- sink, like, collecting there. And like, just little crumbs or, like, big... Like, pasta. Ch- and we don't have, like, a garbage disposal or anything. Uh, so so there'd be, like, stupid. chopped vegetables and, like, pasta and shit. And, like, I, like I want to be, like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Right. Why is this acceptable? <laughs> but that's, like, that's coming on too strong. Right. Yeah. So, and, I, and I also don't want to be, like... Hey, um, by the way, uh, I don't know if you noticed there's some <laughs> like food in this. I, there, it's such a tricky thing to handle. Yeah, it, there's there's a line to walk for sure. But yeah, that's that was where like 
I'm not going to keep cleaning this up. I've got to bring it up somehow. Right. Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, that, and also that type of thing, is it worth kind of, is that just nagging? Like, oh, there's some food at the sink. But at the same time, like, yes, it is that, definitely. Yeah. No, I can I can let some things slide. That was yeah. that was what I got really pissed off about because right. it's like we're getting bugs because you don't know how to fucking wash a dish. Yeah. And that's just also it's laziness. <laughs> it is too. laziness. Yeah. 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 That's another thing, too, because I want to feel like I'm right. Uh, what I really want to say is like, this will make you a better person if you learn <laughs> how to clean up after yourself. Why don't you just do this? But I can't be like that much of an asshole. Right. I don't think he's going to listen to this. <laughs> I think we've re- resolved it, too. But it would so be you guys weird. have discussed it. I said like, hey, man, I know we're getting some bugs. Uh, can you just be sure to clean out the sink a little more? Yeah. And it was it was simple. I overthought it too much. Right. But like I was really concerned about like, how am I going to handle this? Yeah. And I mean, that's definite. You have a good tangible reason. Yeah. The bugs certainly help. The bugs helped, yeah. <laughs> the bugs are your, yeah, yeah. you can just throw them. Take That's a, the reason why. Yeah. yeah, nobody wants bugs. Exactly. Um, I, I probably exaggerated the bugs a little bit, too. Sure. Just to make sure, like, drive the point home. <laughs> <laughs> there's, like, 30 flies in here, and there's yeah, two yeah. or three. Um, I had... Uh, a fly birth in my apartment Oof. a while back because trash that I had. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know what happened in my apartment. My trash would get so smelly within a day. Really? It didn't matter what I really put in there. It would just smell disgusting. Huh. And one of the summers, I opened up my blinds one day, and there are 40 flies Holy in shit. the windows. Like between the window and the screen. Like wow. they didn't come from outside. They came from, from my apartment. Oh, wow. So I'm pretty sure that they just gave birth in my trash. Right. And just one day, all of them came out like 101 Dalmatians. Jesus Christ. And it just looked like Amityville Horror. <laughs> yeah, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't deal with that. I was ready to just move. I just, I'm right. just going to leave my apartment like this. I'll yeah. just buy all new things. And that is, that's that. Yeah, cause like there was, I had to go and get like fly spray and kill them all. I'm but sure. then like, I just left them in there for two hours, and it's like I don't want to go back in here. Yeah, this is the most disgusting thing. And then it's like, oh, I have to live here. Right. Shit. Yeah. Any type of infestation. Like my parents had termites uh-huh. in their first house that we bought. That they, can be rough. Yeah, they went to uh, redo their bathroom and it was the entire back wall of the entire house okay that was just infested with termites and i remember seeing the wall as they took the plaster down and it just looked like an ant farm it was like you could see it moving yeah wow oh i mean there was just millions of them and all just chewed all the wood of the infrastructure was just ready to collapse over yeah Yeah. and i remember seeing that as a kid and i think that has deeply rooted in my soul of just kind of a fear of like too many bugs. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't I've never had anything like that traumatic with bugs, but I'm always like take the trash out regularly. I I try to like vacuum. I I have like a weird cleanliness thing I'm realizing. Sure. As I get older like I I don't know and it it probably comes from my parents like keeping the house really clean mm-hmm. growing up and like always obsessing over it. I also feel like my life is like disorganized and off the rails when things aren't <laughs> clean. Yeah. And it helps me kind of like gain control over things. Right. So 
Yeah, there's a lot of times where just clutterness in the apartment yeah. just starts to take over your life. Exactly. It's, where like you just can't think straight, you yeah. just can't feel productive, mm-hmm. and it's like, I have to clean this entire apartment to feel like I can do something. Yeah, yeah I do it when I'm stressed. It's yeah. crazy. I don't know. I wish I could be more relaxed. I wish like it didn't bother me as much, but at the same time, like, meh, that's a good habit, I guess. Yeah, it's adulthood. Yeah. And I have something to show for it. Like I could put all these, like I put all this effort into like cleaning my room or something and then like, oh, I've got a nice room now. Cool. Yeah. Um, do you have any type of OCD-ness or any type of... I think in that, I mean, it's probably not fair to call it that because people who do actually suffer from it right. like would not really appreciate it. But yeah, it's on, it's on the spectrum maybe. I yeah. don't know. Well, I think going back with bugs, I don't know if this is OCD, but this is just, I am terrified of the little growths on potatoes. Oh, the little spores? Just the little, yeah, just those little spores. And I think it just makes me think of like a spider or something like that, where I can feel my entire skin crawl. And so you like, really have a bug thing. Yeah. If your girlfriend sees a like a spider in the bathroom, I can, yeah, you, I you can, can deal, deal with, with that. that? Yeah. I think it's also just kind of like the creeping up but just surprise of is it like a lot of bugs you're afraid of and just one no big deal <sighs> i haven't encountered a lot of bugs in a while oh, but okay. i think i mean also i think it's kind of a texture thing yeah um where something just looks like bugs where like interesting also a tomato you know like near the stems if there's kind of like a like it dries up and it's cracked yeah. on the top and it just kind of splits a little bit. Okay. I have thought multiple times I'm legitimately going to puke by looking at this really? tomato. Holy yeah. shit. There's I've a, never <laughs> Yeah, that might be an actual I don't know what crazy it is. Thing. Yeah, I don't know. I've never had that. And there's definitely definitely that fear of those type of things getting worse as I get older. Oh. Because you didn't always have that. And, yeah. Huh. I'm not sure. Like, so what do you do? You see a potato with like a bunch of spores on it. Do you have to throw that away? Or like, would you still cut that up and eat it? Um. Or yeah, I could eat it. You could eat it. Yeah. But there was times where like, I remember one time just flipping. I was getting ready to peel a potato and I flipped it over and saw it. And I just dropped it and just like, <laughs> what the fuck? Ugh, just so really? grossed out by it. Wow. And then like. I was like, Brad, my brother is like, can you peel these? And then like, I purposely would try and look at them, like look at the spore and everything that was coming out. And like, I could kind of calm myself down. Okay. Uh, shit. I don't know, man. Yeah. That's weird. I don't think I have anything like that too much. I no, don't know. No. The it, bug thing is weird though. If you feel like something crawling on you, that's always unsettling. Right. Yeah. I mean that, that definitely, I, I think that one is much more common. Yeah. Um, but there's people who are afraid of like blueberries. There's other things that yeah. I've seen on TV. <laughs> I've seen those Mori episodes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. They make you jump on cotton balls because cotton balls are scary. I to don't people. know, man. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, Sorry. So part of me feels like you just have to get over that shit sometimes. Yeah. Like, I, I know it's it's way easier said than done, but like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? You, like, you can't live your life that way. Yeah. And I don't know how you. Yeah. This upsets me. That's the tomato you're talking yeah. about? Okay. Like there's something. Wait, the one on the left or the Both right? of them. Doesn't matter. There's oh, just the one on the left doesn't have like a stem, does it? Right. But it's the cracks. It's Oh, I see. That's the what... splitting of it really grosses me okay. out. Okay. 
There's something about I don't that know if texture. I've ever seen that. Yeah. Is that when they're too ripe they get that way? I think so. Okay. Um, I also dryness, I think. Oh, right. But when they just kind of split open like that, yeah. it just looks unnatural and it really, really grosses me out. Yeah. And I okay. don't know why. There I like I buy a lot of bananas and like eat a banana every day. Right. And they're I had one that did that too. Like the side of it like split open and like you could see like the inside and it was like really dry. Uh, so I didn't eat that. Yeah. I don't think I really like panicked or anything, but <laughs> I was just like, all right, I'll throw that one away. Yeah. Like it looked like the color of it was fine, but like you could tell it was huh. Like tainted in a way. Weird. It's I've never like, seen that in a banana. Yeah. It just like registered as like, ah, it's probably not good to eat this. Right. That's probably a good call. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think I would eat a tomato if they cut it, if I just if cut, cut that, that top off. off. Yeah. So it's not about like it's going to get in me. It's not that type it's of like, like that. yeah, this type of thing that I have to destroy the tomato is just on a visual level. Huh. Okay. I don't know, man. Yeah. And I don't know if like by looking at it, trying to get over it, it's going to help or right. if that's just going to make it worse in the future. I definitely worry about mental health. I definitely worry about. Sure. Just falling apart in my yeah, 50s. Yeah, becoming like a total lunatic. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have some of those thoughts too. Hoarders terrify me. Do you have hoarding tendencies? I don't. No. no. I have like, I'm the opposite. I don't like get emotionally attached to a lot of things. Yeah. Which is sort of concerning in its own right, I think. <laughs> right. That I'm just like uh, a crazy man who could throw his whole life away. Right. I don't People know. and friends. And yeah, yeah. I don't want to be like a weird sociopath. <laughs> I want to keep some attachment to things. Right. And I do, I guess. But like, yeah, I do not relate to the hoarding mentality at all. Yeah. And I think a large amount of people who are hoarders, mm. there is some type of event that happens before yeah. that causes it. Right. We're all going a little bit crazier and crazier. Right. I think if this whole world just started becoming afraid of tomatoes and blueberries and cotton balls and <laughs> everybody had to touch doorknobs five times before they left. Yeah. Do you, you don't have that, do you? No. I did as but a But I know some yeah, that's like real O C D, right? Yeah. I did have as a kid, um I'm not sure if I said this on the podcast before, if uh -huh. we've talked about some Maybe of this stuff. Um, the idea of having my cabinet doors in my kitchen open at night when i was a kid oh yeah i think you did tell me this in some, yeah. at some point yeah. where like my family was gonna die if these were left open weird and that i assume is legitimate ocd that would qualify i that think definitely and what well like you don't live in that house anymore but right. what stopped that um how did you get over that i think just with age yeah you were just like oh that's silly yeah i think i just didn't have that thought anymore mm -hmm. and i mean even now thinking about it it doesn't bother me although there are times when i see two or three cabinet doors open like i get a little feeling of just uneasiness or so you want to open all of them if you see two other way around open? yeah oh i want i need to shut them you need to shut them or else then it's yeah. a problem okay okay i gotcha yeah. Well, that makes more sense. It would be weird if you had to open all. <laughs> right. I and almost it might be like a clutter thing. I yeah. don't know. I think so. Um. Yeah. Like whenever the girlfriend's cooking and she'll have a couple open, and like you, I don't want to like oh hold let me shut these like that just feels. But you have a natural compulsion to maybe want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Weird. I have the thing where I always feel like I leave the oven on. That's an ang anxiety I have. Right. I always have to check before I leave the apartment. And I think that's just 
uh, safety. It is. That yeah. one seems more uh, logical. And I guess not so. Based in fear of. But it's like even if I didn't use the oven, oh, like I yeah. have to do it. That's a little weirder. Yeah. But just the oven, like stove stuff or no, other not- things that could. We have like the gas stove, so like you can see the flame, right? And uh, they like that wouldn't go unnoticed. Yeah, but the oven, I don't know. At least oh. it's based around something real, right? And also, I, I mean, if you keep an oven on, how often it will just catch on fire and burn a place down? No, yeah, it's actually funny because like I think uh, I did forget one time and like left it on all day and it was fine. Exactly, the apartment yeah. was just really warm, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how long you can leave an oven before it just starts throwing flames around. Uh, and catches a place on fire because people like they'll slow roast a turkey or something for like 14 yeah. hours a full day or whatever and it's fine yeah um it's probably not advised and it's gonna fuck up your gas bill but it's not even a problem it's weird that i'm like so critical and like have to check all the time mm-hmm. or turning lights off right do you think that's ingrained by your parents yeah, absolutely yeah yeah they're like they're like super like efficient minded they can't do anything like lackadaisical they are right. they're like they got that German Irish thing. Yeah. Known for turning those lights off. I guess. Yeah, not necessarily, <laughs> but like in in other <laughs> aspects in every aspect of their life basically. Right. I would say like my parents, my dad uh was a very angry man as a kid. Oh, he was. Yeah. My uh-huh. dad uh he was in sales for a lot of his life. Okay. Which is just based on what you sell is how much income you get. Yeah, I don't envy that. No. So there was a lot of that stress. And as a kid, I didn't realize that was causing a lot of the anger. Sure. Was just the stress of being able to provide for your family. Yeah. And just worried that I, you're I can't not. I can imagine, right. Yeah. So then you come home and then you got your kids fucking around and you just take it out on them. And so I think that is a lot of it of like my dad just getting mad at stuff that's like, what, what are you getting mad at? And so I think I've really taken the opposite route. I think he's almost calmed me down of like anytime I get angry, it makes me think of. And you don't want to be that. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I get that. I I think my dad certainly had moments like that as well. I don't I wouldn't say it was like a huge problem for him. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's just like a man's life. You know, he goes to work, people piss him off and he comes (laughs) home and he's like kind of distant towards his kids and kind of like angry and grumpy. And like he wants to be better, but like life just beats him down. And we're maybe we're and it's so it's so sad, but also kind of funny that like no matter how much you want to fight that, like you're going to do that a little bit. yourself. Right. We're heading for that. Yeah. Yeah. And you can only resist for so long. Right. And you could be conscious of it and try to improve and do better than your previous generation or whatever. But that also drives the idea of pursuing stand up and the thing that, you know, you actually want to pursue. Yeah. So you're not trapped in some sales job where it's a lot of pressure and not a lot of reward. Right. And before, you know, starting a family and having kids, making sure that the things that I pursued career wise are all in place. Yeah. So then that is less of a stress. Right. Right. You're not trying to figure that out and shape these children that you just had. Oh, man. Yeah. I can't imagine. So that's that's a big part of it. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We, I had this. I was talking to somebody about this. Like, work is such an unnatural thing. Like, going to an office and having to spend time with people you don't necessarily like, right. but you have to be polite to, and you have to work on projects with them or whatever. 
nobody's going to have a great time 100% of the time wow. in that. It's just so unnatural. People don't belong in that kind of setting. Right. They like to have like space to themselves. They like to come together when they need to, but like Yeah. And you like need to be able to choose the people you're around with or it's your family and work does not provide that. No. And if that is the only way you are meeting people and that are your only friends as well, an adult. Right. Or, I mean, at minimum, like 40 hours a week, you have to spend time with them. Right. I mean, you could have other friends and stuff outside of that. But but even then, like, I mean, like my dad, all those people that he was friends with as kids in uh-huh. college and stuff like that, they're hundreds, thousands of miles away. So yeah. then it's just the people they work with or his neighbors. Right, right. We at least get grade school and high school and college and all these people mm. and a lot of time to meet the people that we want to actually hang out with yeah. instead of 10 or 15 people from work and the people living next to you. There's a lot more to choose from. Yeah, because you get more and more isolated by your job. You're working longer hours. Yeah. You know, maybe you move to the, the suburbs or something and like you just have less options to meet cool people, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I had one more thing that, oh, well, <laughs> speaking of stories and, uh, being afraid of being boring and stuff oh, like okay. that, um, I recently went to see a movie. I just went to see Deadpool. Oh yeah. Which I really enjoyed. I liked that a lot. Yeah. A very good movie. Mm-hmm. And I went to sit in my seat in the movie theater and I sat down and, uh, like four kids behind me immediately started giggling and laughing to each other, and they were kind of whispering. Oh, no. So I kind of turn around, like, what the fuck is Did you up with them? you? No, because they didn't say anything okay. that I could really hear that made it seem like they played a trick on me. Right. But you're self-conscious at yeah. this point. About three minutes in, it kind of feels like my seat is wet. No, <laughs> fuck these kids. But I'm not sure. Like, And then they stopped laughing and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. And every once in a while, they kind of start to giggle, and I, like, thought about moving to the next seat, and I was like, you know what? If they did something to this, I'm not going to give them the satisfaction of moving. Just ride it out. Yeah. Yeah. So then the rest of the time, I was enjoying the movie for the most part, then thinking back, man, my ass is really wet right now. Yeah. Yeah, It was very wet, and I don't know if it was, like, they spilled something in it and then moved, or... I mean, in Chicago, every wet seat potentially is piss. Sure. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think in that case it was. Probably not. No. Unless these kids were really terrible. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, we did plenty of things, and we had some urine-based situations. Oh, urine-based situations? As kids. UBS. Uh, exactly. <laughs> but never... Yes, a lot of UBSs. Uh, and this may or may not have been one. I don't yeah. know. But... I just didn't want to give them the satisfaction in case it was. So I kept on thinking, like, no, yeah. I'm got not going to move. And then 45 minutes into the, the movie, I was like, why have I not moved yet? Like, this is so gross, whatever I'm sitting in. And then it's like, no, don't move. So I kept on distracting myself from the movie uh, no. to just stick it to these four yeah, high schoolers. That's interesting. Because there's also the element of, like, do I really want to be this old man who yells at stranger kids right you know i don't, I don't want to go that route either because but they do so deserve sa- it like right. i would want to put those fuckers in their place <laughs> and be like where the fuck do you get off but that's so satisfying to them and that's what yeah they, they want. want that they want that because that's 
a lot of my stories in high school was calling friends and like, oh, this person yelled yeah. at me for something. Yeah, no, that's true. I yeah, because I, I mean, I used to be that person, right? Right. I think everybody was. I, yeah. There was uh, after a real long night of something. I was getting back at like two in the morning. I was really kind of had a headache. I just didn't feel good. And this was a couple years ago. A bunch of kids ran out from the bushes and threw eggs at my car. Uh-huh. Oh shit! And yeah. I was—I was just feeling so out of it. I stopped and just kind of looked for them, and like they ran back, and I just drove on. Yeah, I didn't, like and that. like I wanted to chase them down and like do everything. I was like, all right, I know like where they're going. Yeah. I've done this type of. Th- I'd never threw eggs at cars, but I was so red, like down inside. I was like, why are you giving up? What are you doing? You should be out there after them. Right. It, it's a very, like, natural impulse to want to do that. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it would have just been different if it was, you know, I was less tired and less feeling like shit. If it was, you know, 8 p.m. and I was getting ready to go out and yeah. then some kids throw shit in my car and I'm ready to run and go after them. Right. I don't know if it was the situation at that time or if it was I am getting old where I wouldn't actually do that ever at this Hmm. age. I don't know what the move is there. Either way, like you're playing into exactly what they want. Right. So, well, no, no, the better move is to just kind of pretend nothing happened and just go about your business. (laughs) I I think that's like gives them the least satisfaction. Right. Yeah, because then what do you do when you actually I don't, get to yeah, them? I don't know. You just like you feel like your pride has been challenged and you need to do something. Right. So I don't know, man. It sucks. Yeah. I, I kind of like in moments like that, I kind of want to go like full on like crazy person sometimes yeah. and just like <laughs> I don't either either like really give them something to laugh at or make <laughs> them like afraid because like, OK, I got home from from work like a month ago. And I checked my mailbox outside and there was nothing in it. So I just closed it. But there was this group of like high school kids, like all like joking around and whatever, kind of being loud. And then one of the kids yells at me. He's like, yo, bro, if you're looking for bills, there's some at my house. So like a weird thing to say. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> but and, and I just kind of like looked at him and then went inside. It was like not a big deal. But, right. But like. I kind of wanted to be like, ah, that's a good one. And just like lose my shit in like a crazy way. Right. And then like have him really be taken aback by it. That's yeah. I think that's a good move in that situation. I, might. I, I don't know. I, I didn't. I wish I ended up doing that. Right. Maybe I'd do something like that in the future. I hope you do. That's where I see myself going like. Kind of old man crazy. Right. Just like, if you're going to amuse yourself by me checking my mail, I'm going to amuse myself right back at you. <laughs> exactly. You fuck. Also, when are bills ever in a mailbox? Um. Yeah, I mean, I usually pay them all right. online. Or bills that you have to pay or like dollar bills that he has dollar bills at his house because he's rich yeah, and was he was he saying like he wants me to pay his bills or something <laughs> i don't know what the fuck he was saying i'm not sure <laughs> it's a horrible it really what but like he was with it, there was like a group of like four of them they were all kind of like laughing to themselves they were like having a good time i don't know yeah but uh it was weird and i and i felt like just mind your own fucking business leave me alone <laughs> 
<laughs> I will say I do like your idea of being crazy with things. I think that's kind of that might be my go to the older I get. Yeah, that's my I just got to remember to do it because those moments always take me off guard. Right. You have to be kind of yeah. ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And kind of always be prepared. I don't know how to do that where you're always ready to go crazy. I don't know. Not sure. Um, Because that is definitely I daydream about that of being crazy like anybody who's trying to fight me like I want to just start yelling and doing really weird things like laying on the ground and like are like I think that's my best defense. Yeah, that's (laughs) always been like my thought now. It's like I'm just going to tell them to fuck me. (laughs) <laughs> like, all right, you really want to fight me? You know what's better? Fuck me. Just have sex with me because that's really what you, want to, what you want to do. And then I'll like get on all fours and put my butt up. And then you might just beat the shit out of me and be, just kick me really in my bad. face. Yeah, I don't Maybe. Know. Or he might just be really weirded out and just leave. That's Yeah, that's best case scenario. I'm not sure. I probably but. won't do the all fours because then that's just <laughs> ready for just nice kick in the ribs. <laughs> Yeah, you're really ex- exposing yourself. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So, but I do like the idea of just being weird. Um, I might see how that just try and fuck me, just have sex with me, see if that goes. Because aggressive goes stereotypically are homophobic, anyways. Yeah. So right. that might also add to it. Yeah. But it's like, oh, you're trying to have a laugh at my expense. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to like throw it right back at you and do something super weird and give you something to deal with. Right. Because I didn't ask to be like, Part of your joke here. <laughs> exactly. So I'm going to bring you to another area. Right. That's the ultimate dream. Yeah, I guess. Hopefully I can execute it. Yeah. One day. I think about those things all the time of like, all right, if you guys are going to go to eight or level eight or nine, I'll go to 11. Yeah. I have no problem. Right. Like just trumping that. Yeah. I think that's the best way to go. I was eating a burrito one time while driving down the highway. Oh, I nice. just bought some Taco Bell Classic. and I was eating a big burrito uh-huh. and this car of like four or five guys, they're coming from like a Mizzou football game, like all college kids. I think they were road tripping from St. Louis. Yeah. And they drive next to me and they see me eating this burrito. So all of them were like pointing and making fun of me <laughs> and like fake like eating a burrito. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So I just kind of waited and was like, all right, you got me, I guess, for eating a burrito. Right. And like for the rest of the trip, I was kind of by them and I wanted to just toss the burrito up into oh, their windshield. That would have been hilarious. I wanted to so bad, oh, right. but I lost them in traffic. There was too many yeah. people. I never did. But then I thought about like if the burrito somehow explodes too much and they can't see, then they get into a car accident and hit other people. And somebody dies. Yeah. Like, yeah, that would be really terrible. Of course, that's what would happen. Yeah, that would be like ultimate worst case scenario but like it would have been it would have been so funny to have like a burrito hit their car and just splat exactly it's like all right you four or five think you're great i will outdo you guys all by myself yeah right right but it's nice to to have that like fuck you moment right of triumph and i think i don't know i think everybody wants that in their life yeah at least one a little bit I mean, it's always so intimidating to be, like, challenged by, like, a group of people, though, Mm -hmm. too. Like, you just as an individual up against, like, four people who are making jokes at your expense that you don't even know. (laughs) Right. So it's like you're already at such a disadvantage. Yeah. To, like, overcome that would be so fucking cool. It would be the best. Because it just makes you feel shitty, like the butt of the joke. (laughs) But I don't know. Yeah, and it's not hard for five people to make fun of one person. No, it's so easy. (laughs) Yeah. So it's not impressive. Uh, yeah. 
I've been that guy before, though, too. I've been, like, in a car with a bunch of my buddies, and we've sure. made fun of someone. Naturally. And yeah. I don't know. I guess it's just a human thing. It's Yeah. Well, I, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Yeah, we covered a lot of topics. A lot we of, did. A lot of cool uh, ideas and thoughts. And I hope this uh, helps people... Uh, unleash their weirdness in situations that they might otherwise not. Yeah, do it up. See how it works for you. Please do it. Go out there and be as weird as possible if somebody tries to make fun of you with their friends. <laughs> yeah, show them not to do that. <laughs> and don't tell people that you have bills at your house. <laughs> That's a bad one. Thank you for listening. Bye. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. Machine Culture.